I tried to go f- to do the countdown, and that didn't work. Countdown to ecstasy. Failed miserably. You're you're kind of in a super champ uh, frame of mind. No, I that's am? Steely Dan. That's Never Steely mind. Dan. Whoops. <laughs> Damn it. You're listening to Time to Lean and Here's a Song, episode 78. John and Phil are going to talk about something, have a beverage or two, and then they're going to write an original song about something they talked about. I hope you enjoy. And now, back to Time to Lean and Here's a Song. I didn't know Rick Davies was in Steely Dan. I mean, uh, Super Tramp. (laughs) Did... Wait, <laughs> didn't you say that? Did I get the wrong name? <laughs> I think you said Vic Davies on your um. Who, who's the, on? Okay, so John has a. I don't. What do you call it? Like a little blog? It's or a, a blog. Little, yeah, it's on. Yeah, and, it's on Blogger. I think it's probably a blog. Yes, we've talked about it before, but the songs he didn't skip thing and yeah. and this one, uh, uh, Steely Dan. God damn it! Super Champ showed up. And I think you said Rick Davies was the uh, the lesser known. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I'm just isn't looking he at. One of the, isn't he one of the Davies? Like, what, maybe there's the more than one Rick Davies. Because isn't that also the brother of a guy in? Yeah, that I've, other band. It's not oh, the same it like, guy, is like it? The Kink or some Kinks or yeah, something? the Kinks. Isn't I, 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 I there think, two brothers? Uh, okay. I'm, I just Ray Davies, <laughs> Ray and Dave Davies are the two from the Kinks. They're okay. all English. And Rick Davies is not related, supposedly. I, I, not as far as I know. Although he was a lead singer in a band. Each of us on this earth are all related. Or uh, yeah, well, yeah, they had more than one lead singer. Obla di obla da. Rod, Rod, Roger Hodson got more credit. Well, I think. yeah, he was the more famous. He, I think he had more hits. Yeah, although Rick had a few of his own, he had uh, uh, "Goodbye Stranger." That was that was a big hit. Sure, sure. A couple others that I'm forgetting about, I'm sure. And he's of course the one that led the band when Roger left. Yes, he he was the piano player. Roger went solo, and I remember that solo. He did album. that music video where he's running around in a and bunch of clouds what? naked. And getting rained on. Getting right, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was getting rained on. He was running in a storm. I don't remember the name of the song. Was it called it's "Running called, in a Storm"? It's called "The Eye of the Storm." Oh, it, there was a storm involved. Yeah, I I don't know. I seem to remember enjoying it. Yeah, it's awfully silly, really. No, but uh, <laughs> no, back then it didn't seem. It seemed a little bit more profound, I guess. Oh well, we were kids. He, he was very angry. I guess. Why why does everything have to be so damned logical? <laughs> I know he wasn't happy with the school evidently the school system. He was like Roger Waters. And that's the, that's why he did that one of their first hits was called School. Oh. Is that also known as the Logic Song or is that different? No, nah, they're different. Uh, that one's from That's called the Logic Crime song. of the Century, I think is that. All right. That's the early their first big album back like was several before. And the logical song is from Breakfast in America. All right. Which is probably the the biggest one. Maybe their best. I don't know. If I had to pick, maybe that'd be it. Cool, man. How you doing? Um, it's hot. It's hot. It's too it's, damn yeah, hot. Yeah, we're in the middle of a heat wave. 
Um, We're having a heat wave. I, I saw a really dumb tweet that, well, maybe it wasn't that dumb. They all are. <laughs> they're, they're stupid. Somebody made a joke that, since apparently the UK is is experiencing record heat right now, of course, yep. and like other parts of Europe, it's un, uncomfortable. And yes. I think the tweet went something along the lines of, for all those complaining about about the heat in England, just just remember that your ancestors colonized other countries in far worse heat than this. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I, that, I I I just kind of had to laugh at that. <laughs> Too soon? No. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> it always it, it always will be. Yeah, I know. Well, what have you been doing? Well, I actually have two weeks off in a row. By golly, I got a vacation, by and I, I, I just got I just got um, back from the dentist again. I don't know. I was trying to think. I was laying, getting my teeth cleaned uh, in the in the chair, sitting back. I guess I should say. And uh, I I got to thinking, how many times have I recorded after a dentist appointment? This is at least the second one. Well, twice more than me. <laughs> I'm not on Novocaine. Yeah, what have I been doing? Oh, well, hey, well, that that sleep baseball thing got mentioned in the the New Yorker. Yeah, that is big on news their, on their yeah. rabbit hole segment or whatever. It actually was like a a real write up. They listened to everything and kind of analyzed it a little bit. And if it was a billboard on I ninety in South Dakota, it would it would say written up in the New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> like like the Rushmore Borglum story or a wall drop. Yeah, and, and how many miles is it to the Sleep Radio <laughs> yeah, podcast? Right. It's always there. You, you'll, not... you'll never get there because you'll fall asleep and run off the road. <laughs> yeah, maybe should, there should be a warning. But yeah, it was a really nice write up, and it, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I we we ne- King and I never expected to be in a New Yorker, but um, so it was kind of surreal that day. It was like what. But it's 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 fun to see, in in any kind of write up, it's fun to see you know some of the lines you wrote and different things get quoted and I don't know, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> no, that that's really cool. I'm not used to talking about stuff like that. It's like some I, I posted about it on Facebook and people are like, "You're really underselling this. This is the New Yorker." I'm like, "Well, all right, all right. I'm still." <laughs> It's it, to quote our president. It's a big fucking deal. <laughs> it really is. Hey, and he's bringing gas prices down too. So that's hey, they good. have gone. I, I, you know, thanks, Joe. I I gassed up for four twenty five the other day. Ooh, no, well, I think the lowest so, around here is four forty nine. But that's still quite a bit lower. Be- beats five bucks. Ah, uh, it's creeping, what about you? creeping down. Um, I have to, down. I have today off as well. I did not go to the dentist. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm trying to stay cool. I I didn't do a whole lot. I I took a nap this afternoon. That was oh, it, so, so did I. That's why I'm so slow. No, naps are good. Dimwitted. I don't know. Unless you took a real long one, then yeah, you, you know, it was, as usual, it was too long i think it was maybe an hour and a half and that oh and then i was into that I, I was way too sleepy when i got up like oh shit yeah there's there's a little they, for, for me anyway there's a little fine line you can't go past yep they they become counterproductive <laughs> um and that's boy sad 
sad. Wow. Well, I've been having a lot of longer naps lately. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sleeping as well. You know, I'm on voca- uh, vocation. I'm on vacation, so. I just started it, though. I'm hoping I get calmed down. I'm still kind of yeah. wound up. Gotta, I got to get calmed down, man. I'm on vacation, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I got to chill. You just got to chill. That's true. My youngest daughter is... Um, just started, uh, um, got a learner's permit. <laughs> well, that's dri- not going dri- to help with your chill. Driving. No, that's not. <laughs> you know, she's, we, we only have done like a little bit in the parking lot and stuff like that. But she has, at least she has a good, um, oh, she studied really hard on the test that she, that she didn't miss any <laughs> on the te- on the written test. And, um. So, but she's, she's motivated and she's, she's got a good, uh, it seems like a good sense of space. Like I said, we'll go pull into this parking sp- spot and try to stay in the lines and she did it. So good. Maybe, uh, maybe that's video games or something. I don't know. Well, I can hear your ice clinking around. Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> well, on, on your, um, well, we are, I'm always, uh, Hanging down there on the, the lower shelves. But you mentioned uh, one of your favorite. It's probably more like a mid, maybe a lower mid bourbon. But Four Roses, you mentioned to me. So I'm having that. It's good. Yes. And this is standard Four Roses, not yes. the small batch, not the no. single barrel. Because there's typically three different versions I see out there of Four Roses bourbon. And uh, they're all good, actually. And not none of them are super expensive yeah um i think they're all pretty good i haven't had the the single barrel in quite a while but i remember it being very good but the standard you know vanilla version uh, no pun intended uh is good <laughs> yeah I, 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 it's um it reminds me of something else and i can't think of it there actually there was a a wheat bourbon i tried in from uh Wisconsin once it is sort of reminding me of I think it was wheat so maybe it's got more wheat in it than other things I don't know what when when you taste it what do you think it just does it seem like a weedy it does I don't know if it's technically a, a, a weeded bourbon or not but it is on the sweet side um so that that's what I I, I find it similar <coughs> in, in taste to like maker's mark or something like that it's um, got a little bit less caramely I think it's a little brighter but I it may have a bit more rye in it, for all I know. Um, sure. It's, uh, it's good. It, it's it's a good everyday sipper, as they say. Yeah. My usual everyday sipper is probably Evan Williams, but I th- I don't know. I think I might like that better than this, but it's good to mix it up a little bit. Maybe I'm just more used to the other thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I <clears throat> the, the, My only complaint with the, the, the Four Roses is I, I wish it was a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's only a 40%. This is 40. Yeah. And I, I feel like bourbon is much better at 45 or up. All right. 45 to 50 seems to, for, for me, seems to be a sweet spot Ah. where, where there's a lot more flavor, but all right, especially if you make a cocktail out of it. Right. This is just on ice. That's fine. So it doesn't have to hold up to any of that other stuff. I'm sure this would be fine in a cocktail too, but yeah, no, no, it, it does make a good Manhattan. I've made a lot of them with that, with that whiskey, and 
You got to like that. What are you drinking? Well, I have dipped into one of my Infinity <clears throat> bottles. Oh, we finished off one of your other ones. We did. I, yeah. I, I may not resume that one. <laughs> it gets a little bit, a little crazy. That was the rye one. Yeah. No, well, we enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it was. It was good. <laughs> um, I still have a bourbon and a, a non-peated Scotch, one going, and I'm drinking from the Scotch one right now. Okay. And this one started out as a Kirkland Signature, aka Costco sourced. 24-year-old Speyside. All right. Um, which I thought was a little on, too sweet for my taste. Ah. I don't know if they they put it in more sherry barrels to cover up some... You, you never know what these mystery malts <laughs> <laughs> that they might have done that. I mean, it was tasty, but a little underwhelming and a little bit too sweet. So I thought it would be a good candidate to mix in with other things. So yeah, I started with so that. start with that one, yeah. And there's a, a few others. Um, again, I think a Bell Blair 10, I think, is one of the other ones I put in there. And there's one called Spayburn that I mixed in. And there's maybe one other that I didn't note. But Oh. So, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it definitely tamed the sweetness. It did. It tastes Good. like, you know, a really, a nice quality, like like a, a almost a Glenfiddich or Glenlivet type of a, a thing. It's it's very, very fruit forward, easy to drink. Um, it might have a little bit more finish on it yeah. than some other ones, but it's, it's very nice. It's <clears throat> definitely, I, I'm enjoying it more than I enjoy the bourbon one, which... While I think is okay, is is just I feel like all the different bourbons in there are just kind of it all just of, kind of tastes anonymous. Oh, so but they're not we'll, fighting we'll each other. It's just sort of becoming sort of meh. Yeah, there's I, I that one I've got uh, I've got six different bourbons mixed together in that bottle. Yeah, it's overwhelmed. But we'll see. I'll, I'll keep. Uh, tinkering with that one but the scotch one i like and i i one of these i'm almost out of one of my peated scotches and i might start start one of those oh exciting so, i don't know I, I i like to hear about that kind of stuff and try them but that's what that's what i that's what i'm sipping <coughs> today yeah right john brought over his rye uh if infinity bottle and we finished that off when he brought uh sean and lee showed up and we, working on uh game testing for uh my oldest daughter's uh latest board game concept that she's got going that was fun maybe she'll be oh, in this new york a, or something so this is uh not the first game then no she's done other she's made other games usually uh you know video games or um yeah i guess some some board games yeah, yeah. she she was a funny kid she um she was really into mazes and so i'd buy her these we'd buy her these maze books <laughs> But she kept going through them really fast. And, and uh, you know, I was just like, well, I think you're just going to have to start making your own mazes, you know, sort of half, whatever. <laughs> but she really got into that. She was, and they got really complex and they were like teleports and <laughs> all, all kinds of weird stuff. And and, uh, and then she got into game game design after that. But That's cool. Yeah, it was fun to try that out and with you guys oh it was really good feedback she got too so thank you for doing thank you for doing that of course yes so i i think maybe 
we we were gonna just see what's going on. You're gonna go on vacation. Yeah, we're we're, we're free balling it. It's been or a, free forming it. It's been free, a quiet week in Lake Wobegon and <laughs> Jeez. I was really glad they didn't bring that up on the sleep baseball. Um, oh no, they couldn't write up. <laughs> no, that even even though it did occur to me while I was listening, I, I sampled the first episode and I thought, ah, this is almost Keeler esque. It's 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 uh, the ads are very probably more surreal, I guess. But he got a little surreal maybe sometimes. But I, I mostly do the I guess what I do is say ads. But yeah. And no, that, uh, that's cool. And Uncle Hat's there. Yeah, yeah. We're just kind of checking in. So what? Yeah. So, so I, I was gonna <clears throat> bring up, and and this is a back to the <laughs> where we talk about all the media we consume. I finally finished the latest season of Stranger Things. Oh, okay. I have an hour left. So oh, uh, no, okay. We'll we'll put that off then. No. I was gonna I was gonna do a post mortem on that, but no, uh, better wait. Okay, okay. I, we I, have one one hour left. We yeah, just that that last hour is it. a doozy, though. We we had to. We thought we were gonna finish it, and we got to. I paused and it said like 48 minutes left and we looked at each other and said, uh, not tonight. <laughs> no, that's what happened to us. And we haven't gotten back to it. Yeah. Cause it was like, I, I knew <laughs> everything was hitting the fan. It was like, it was getting pretty late for us. And it was like, I don't know, 10 or something, which is really mm. late. We're like, uh, I, I wanted to keep going, but then I was like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't, <laughs> you know, no, no, no. nightmares or something, but yeah, okay. I'm glad we, we waited to finish it but up. You, but you uh, finished Picard and I, I, I know yeah, I finished yeah, that Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, let's uh, switch to that. Hello, I'm Picard. Hello, I'm Jean-Luc Picard. Ah, why we? Hello, I'm wearing a beret. No, he's not that. He, he doesn't have a beret. Oh, what kind of a Frenchman his, is he? He he doesn't want to cover his sexy bald head. That's sexy. Sexy. Yeah, I did finish it. Um, I you, you know I think we talked about the first season at one point, and maybe long ago we talked about it with Eric, the the biggest Trek fan I know. No, but no. Um, my overall thing was. I did enjoy it. Oh sure, it, it it's fun, and it's, I I don't know how fun it would be if you were not a Star Trek fan, or yeah. well versed in the next generation worlds and everything, because there's so much it to use the term fan service. Yeah, referential. There, yeah, it, I I thought of it as it's like a greatest hits of yeah. TNG plot points wow. and characters and but some of those were really fun <laughs> yeah no no it's again it's there's get, a reason see it's so brent fun. spiner <laughs> they they let brent spiner play these random other characters that are all kind of the same but yeah <laughs> but he gets to to do things and 
he's good and and i again i i'm gonna assume that if you have not watched it and don't want to be spoiled that you will stop listening to this or fast forward yeah so feel free to <laughs> skip whatever but it isn't but come a, back later the picard is not a super spoilery show so much but um, just in case, just in case, and if you're but it's really fun, sensitive, it's fun when you're watching it. Though it's fun to, it it's fun to see the things. Um, Absolutely, yep. <laughs> as they unfold, so yeah. fair this, warning. You know, special guest. It's been gone. It, it, the show has been off for a while, so I think. With, yeah, I don't feel too bad about. I don't it. know. I think they're working on season three now. Or there is a season they? three. Yeah. Oh, no. even more people will come back. Who who can they bring back? <laughs> um. So. I don't know. I I, I heard. Tasha. <laughs> I heard that they were going to bring even more people back. I don't know if that includes Denise Crosby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who played two different characters on that show? Well, um, and the Doctor wasn't on yet. No, we have not. We 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 saw we saw a basically a cameo of Wesley <laughs> that, in his new you know s- super universe time being, shifter thing. I don't know, know what. See that that was getting they're they're opening up to the possibility of all these other sort of you well, know go, they're just going to go Marvel if they go yeah, down if, all if these you, rabbit holes. If you holes. have all all you know time travely Doctor Who like things, you can pretty much bring anybody back. Yeah, and that's uh... and connect <laughs> and you can connect whatever. Yeah, exactly, and it. I mean, having Guinan be there makes sense because the character is a long is not human and her. Her speed, her race is known to be very long lived. So and there was a connection get, with get there was with a connection with the Q. It, no, it, yep. it made sense. Yep. They they, they oh, definitely that was, tied that in well. Um, yeah, definitely. And I think that was a strong point. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was fun. And and somebody a different actor got to play the young Guinan, which was yep. cool. And she did a good job, kind of channeling Whoopi Goldberg. And, they didn't try a CGI or something. No, I appreciated that actually. No, I like that. The, the That actress was really good. Yeah, yeah. And the other I tie-in thought. that surprised me the most that I, I kind of raised my eyebrows at was the, I, I forget the character's name, but the um, the woman who is also the Romulan like housekeeper in Picard's house, you know, the yeah, one who kind of has yeah. a little relationship. How yeah. she, it, when they go back in time, she she plays this other like watcher the watcher but it's not the same person but but she's the same type of person as this one in an original series episode yeah that oh i forgot about that okay that that that's the one the um, watchers oh what's what's the what what's the name of that episode no, it's I, called assignment earth is the name of the episode sure um it was supposed to be a pilot for a, a spinoff show well maybe they'll do it now <laughs> and well they can do anything and the original character was this guy named gary seven and he had he he basically could you know do stuff and transport seven of nine so he was a kind of a um he was an alien or 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 he he was a human that had been i don't know trained by aliens to to keep keep an eye on somebody that's important to the timeline and so they brought that back nicely and they even reproduced the little like I think in the the old episode he had a safe in his office that if you walked into it it was a transporter with little cloud effects and, and oh. in this one they they kind of 
made a nod to that where there was a closet or something like that that did the same thing. I had forgotten about that episode, but so it, it took was kind me of, a minute to. It to was pick kind up of new to it, me, but, but. <laughs> yeah, that that was a really pretty obscure callback. They they like they, they they love to do that with these things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so you got the Watchers, and what was Wesley's? He's like a time lord, or well, he he's called the Traveler. Is okay, what, or, or that's the name of the. All, They're the all, travelers. Yeah, yeah. The, the traveling Wilburys. <laughs> so between the Watchers and the traveling Wilburys, they yeah. keep an eye on everything. Apparently, I, who the hell knows what Wesley's been doing all this time? But uh, yeah, he's he's been busy wandering. Apparently, yeah. He he grew a beard. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh no! Another spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Oh no! Oh, but he is older. So I. Uh, he that, still looks cool. like a kid. But <laughs> yeah, people don't change that much. Oh, uh, Brent Spiner was fun and got the the Q, Q stuff. I, I can't mean, remember. I can't remember John, his, John that Delancey. Actress. Yeah, wow, he's great. I was really happy to see him. Even, even uh, that though was it's like, probably oh, the best. if you're gonna if you're gonna bring back the Borg and all that crap, you you might as well bring back Q. Well, yeah, they got into all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The the Borg the Borg stuff. I I don't know Robert was, Bork. No, <laughs> <laughs> they brought the Bork back. Uh. He is a bork. Yeah, he he wasn't a Supreme Court justice because he smoked pot. That seems really <laughs> quaint now. Now now they're like lying under oath when they get. <laughs> he he told the truth. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Bork is looking better. <laughs> <laughs> There's the title. <laughs> oh shit! No, no, must must not. Okay, let's keep stay on target. Oh, as such as it is. Yeah, no, I I think that uh, all that stuff was cool. I, I enjoyed it. It it was in the end, you you kind of like, well, that's fun. I mean, it was some, it, so there was some closure and and some some character more character development with Picard. You get to figure out why he has a hard time, uh, you know. Being and, and apparently, his his dad is uh, Doctor Baltar from the Battlestar Galactica reboot. <laughs> Oh, there's a tie-in. Well, just just the actor. It's not done. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Although, again, the creator of that show, Ronald D. Moore, wrote for Next Gen. Oh, maybe they'll bring those two together. So that I don't know if that was a coincidence, but and, uh, and Doctor Who and everybody. Mm-hmm. But not not Star Wars at different companies. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. It's fun. Oh, I don't know. I've been watching all kinds of stuff, I guess, but I don't know what else. What else have I did? I finish. I almost finish finished Stranger Things. Well, the weird YouTube thing I've been watching is Glenn and Friends cooking. I think <laughs> okay. I think Glenda would like this one if she doesn't know. <laughs> if she hasn't seen this one, she should check it out because one of the he does several different kinds of cooking segments, I guess, but. The one um, that she might like the most, he does like his Sunday old cookbooks or something. And so he gets these really old cookbooks and then he uh, finds a recipe out of there and uh, and makes it authentic. And and uh, when sometimes he does cocktails, too. And um, he was mentioning the Savoy cocktail book. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Have you? I think I I found a PDF of it. 
You sent me that. I I skimmed through it, but yeah, yeah th- those old cocktail books are really interesting. There's some other ones too, I'm sure, but um, that's anyway. He he he'll bring up a, you know, one of these old old cookbooks from people will send him in from. They aren't always like I know Glenda, and I have a couple too, but Glenda probably has more, I think. But like all oh, like these church groups or something, they'll. They'll have they'll all the ladies so maybe some men will get together and uh, do the uh, cookbook for a fundraiser or something like that and and they're from like the forties and even earlier some very early ones but the I don't know Jody and I have been watching those she's she's into uh, the World War Two era so sometimes they have that era and you know it's kind of fun to see what they're making cooking with. Uh, and baking with and lots that, of aspect at that, t- <laughs> at that time <laughs> there were maybe on rations or something, but I don't know. That's a, that's, that's a good one. This, you know, if you're not going to, it's, it's good to watch a little bit of that before you go to bed. You're not going to get too wound up. So that, I don't know that's why they smart, call it. actually. Yeah. To, to, to keep your TV viewing to that, those kind of very calm. No, un- I have to, my uncontroversial things. My anxiety is cuckoo. Although we've, with Picard, Jody and I were watching that, and there were a few times where I was like, "Oh shit, I, this is really late. I want to watch another one, and I got to go to work tomorrow." And and then you know you suffer through somehow, but I, first world problems. But yeah, I think if I was going to watch something like that before bed, it would be I don't know, prob- probably like a sitcom or something like that. Those are pretty non-threatening. I I very sure. gradually watch the Mary Tyler Moore show, you know, from the seventies and yeah. things like that, and that that that's a fun, very comfort food like thing. They they seem so formulaic, but partially it's because they made the formula. They were starting the formulas, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the that was the cookbook. They're, they're, they were they were writing the cookbook. They are they are fun to watch for sure. Ah. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. One one other thing I wanted to mention is this West 7th Street in St. Paul. That's hard to say after a couple of Four Roses. Two Four Roses is eight. No, never mind. But uh, so, because West 7th, I mean, you know, we talk about Mancini's, and I think I've mentioned the Emerald Lounge. Uh, I think I mentioned that. In the Emerald City. <laughs> we represent... But the um, oh, I mentioned some other things on this on this uh, street of dreams. But this new place opened up. It used to be a hot dog place and like a streetcar or something. I can't remember what it was called, but now it's called Tori, and they make uh, ramen there. And it was uh, wow, really good. They got cocktails and stuff too. But they they really uh, uh, upgraded the interior it's it's fun it's still got it you can still tell it's a street car but it's a it's, street um, col- car of culinary desire <laughs> <laughs> come on somebody get on that <laughs> well, this is kind of is <laughs> but but yeah so if anybody goes emerald lounge or tory or mancini's but there's other places on that street too i haven't uh explored too much what what have you been you went you went You've been going out to eat too, I'm guessing. But what? Oh, a little anything bit. fun? I don't know. We we found this uh, this kind of little. It's almost a dive, but just this place to 
to go have breakfast. We I we both kind of have late work schedules on Wednesdays right now, so we're we 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 go out for breakfast in the morning before we I start. I love going out for breakfast. And and this is uh, the great part is like it's like on a Wednesday morning, so yeah, you're not fighting all the church people and everything. <laughs> and so that, that's a terrible fight. And, yeah, yeah, it's bloody. <laughs> and you know, trying you, know, you like on a Sunday morning, you'll uh, you'll you'll check the wait list at like Original Pancake House, and it's like two and a half hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, always... no, nothing like that. So I I don't remember the name of it, but uh, it's it's just one of those neighborhood places. They do just good kind of diner food, that kind of stuff, and that's oh, that's yeah. fun. Well, one of the things um, we're doing on this vacation is uh, we're going to go down to Bat- Matt P and Bex's uh, um, almost lake house. It's almost on a lake. It's very close to a lake, and uh, stayed there for a few days in Iowa. And uh, there's a, evidently a really good breakfast place in uh, Des Moines, which is about a half hour away from their, mm-hmm. their place. And uh, it's called The Breakfast Club, so I'm going to try that. Oh, great. That's a great name. Crazy. I, I, I was looking at the, the, um, the menu, and it, I don't know. It's just, maybe some of it's too crazy. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What you need to do also when you're there. John's travel tips. John's travel tips. John's travel tips. John's travel tips. How will you know where you should go? John's travel tips. His go. Oh, go to the Rusty Duck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to mention Made Right again. Well, you should go there too. We will. We will on the way down. D- just, just, just tell your kids to wait in the car. Who cares? Just, just stop and get some. It's fast food. Oh, they, they might eat it. Um, because it's loose meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was a previous episode. Like, like, uh, um, the Fire Sign Theater, Looseners Castor Oil Flakes. <laughs> Looseners. <laughs> Looseners. It cleans the whole system right on down no. the line. <laughs> uh, my, my fake ads aren't necessarily up to that par, but that's okay. <laughs> well, that would that would not put you to sleep. It would oh. make you go to the bathroom, but it would not. Some, some of mine um, no, no, die. the Rusty Duck is uh, just kind of a, a bar that serves huge portions of He mentioned that and, one, yeah. Yeah, they're... I haven't been there in a number of years, but I remember it being fun. And you, Phil, you would like it. it it's yeah. It's, it's it's definitely a hole in the wall. Oh, I'm, I'll go there food. probably. Is it? Is it? Um, <laughs> and that one's is in Dexter, which is not too. It's a pretty close town to where that lake is. Is it? How is it on the volume level? <laughs> well, I don't think it's too bad. Okay. Um, that place has a lot of carpet. Good. Might oh, depend on I, when I you go. You might check with yeah. Mr. P, right, and see what uh, how it is lately. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, I highly recommend that if you if you want some bar food. Yeah, we'll we'll probably check that out. 
And according to Google, the staff are required to disinfect surfaces between visits. Oh, that's good. So there, there you go. You you can feel safe. I need to have my surfaces <laughs> disinfected. Yeah. Oh, not they don't do mine. They mean the tables, I think. They scrub right? you when you walk in the door. <laughs> Put on that. It's like I always think, think of that, uh, like that that old movie which I'm a fan of called The Andromeda Strain. You know that one. <laughs> you know when you when they spend a half an hour or so them getting it, the scientists trying to get into the secret uh, germ lab and yeah they go through all these disinfectants where they they have their skin burned off and all this stuff. Jeez, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> It's like, it is like a half hour. It is just, yeah, it, it's such a procedural, <laughs> procedural thriller. No one would do that now. Can you imagine? No, they, they, they complain about having to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> there probably aren't masks, much mask wearing at this place, but no, that no, was one. No. But it also in Des Moines, we'll probably check out the botanical gardens. I always like to go look at gardens. So, yeah, I don't know. It This is like... Plan C for our vacation. We were going to go to Colorado, and that was getting too expensive. And then we we thought we'd go to St. Louis because that's a little closer. And that fell through because we've we've gotten into liking to go to uh, VRBOs instead of hotels. And uh, I don't know, they, all of those have gotten a little more pricey nowadays. But yeah, there's some, also a really good um, place called Winterset Cider that's in that area. Oh, I don't that, think that's I, kind that of in the neighborhood on... there. Yeah, I, I've been there with those guys. So they're they're a cidery. We can go and hang out there and have some wow. cider. It's, well, no, what? He, it, he it's ha- in it's 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 in that place down the road. It's called Winterset, I think. Okay. Um, it's also <laughs> right in the middle of the the covered bridges. You know, Madison County business. Oh wow! So you can go, you can walk, wander around there and see the covered bridges and. Wait a minute. There's covered bridges down there. Yeah, that's where the bridges of Madison County are, like like the movie. That's Cl- in Iowa? Eastwood. Yeah, it's Iowa. Oh, John, I haven't done my research here. You haven't done your research. Oh my God. Yeah, go. Uh, that stuff's really I cool. Madison County was like in Wisconsin. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Fucking Wisconsin. Nope. Oh, you got, okay. No, check it out. I I've been there. Oh, I'm glad we talked, and I'm so I'm glad all. I'm, I, I'm, this is all so useful to everybody else. <laughs> I don't know if our li- listeners will, if well, they're ever in Iowa. When in they're... Iowa, visit. <laughs> so I was going to make one quick comment before I forget, because I yeah. will. Um, speaking of touristy things, um, one of the things that that really made me laugh in Stranger Things again, not much of a spoiler. Um, in in a scene in the last hour or two. Um, are the Scooby Doo gang? They they <laughs> they they steal an RV. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and for a second, inside the RV is a bumper sticker from Bear Country USA. No shit. Did you catch that? No. Oh, <laughs> I, my I, screen isn't as big as yours. Now, it's the so same size. <laughs> <laughs> you just need glasses, Phil. <laughs> Jesus! No, it was there for just a second, kind of just stuck on the wall and inside the RV. And oh, I, I just like oh, I, I I pulled a shot and go, oh my god, it's Bear Country. <laughs> it's a James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, oh. it, it, and it was the old, 
you know, 70s, 80s bear country, that brown Holy bumper sticker shit. people used no, to put I know. on their car. Yeah, you, you know, know, you'll recognize it. Go back and find it. And I'm going to have to rewind it. No, I missed that. It's such a good, <laughs> great little touch that those people put in that show. You know so. that, speaking of big screens, I, I got to see Torturo, Torturo on the uh, the big screen at the you parkway like in Minneapolis. My, my neighbor? Yeah. The Maizaki? Okay. Yep. And uh, thank you. I just said Torturo. But... um. On the at the Parkway in Minneapolis, and and I was I don't think I've ever seen that on the big they're, screen. They're they're a good eighties band. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the rain in Japan. No, but uh, yeah, it. But I noticed I I did notice some things that I hadn't noticed before. So that was pretty cool, and I hadn't seen it for a while. So some of these these kind of older theaters, they'll do little old runs of certain. Uh, movies i think i i think tomorrow night i don't, I don't i'm not going to get to it but i i would like to but is um escape from new york and i think one of the actors is going to be there but i don't oh. know we're, we're going we're going uh, to see yeah, a you cave post tomorrow about that so you're you're going to go see escape from new york i i wanted to but we're going to a cave tomorrow niagara cave which evidently has a waterfall i don't know we're, oh. You know, you got to explore some things in the area. Wow. Fine. It's not like well, the cave. Well, that sounds exciting, though. You... It's not like the cave where Glenda worked, the Rushmore Cave. But... Yeah. Or or Black Hills Caverns, where our friend Eric S. worked a summer. I could be wrong. Glenda may have worked at a different <laughs> cave. I think she worked at Rushmore. Did you, did you know Sitting Bull Crystal Cave is closed still? Like it went um, out of business? Oh, does somebody? somebody it's like private now. Does I somebody think. just live in it? It could be. Is some, it like some, like one uh, of those old missile silos that somebody yeah. just turned into a home? It could be a, a hoarder, not a hoarder. What do they call them? Uh, a prepper? Uh, prepper, yeah, yeah. Some preppers down there. Wow. S- Sergeant Prepper. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, we, we, we tried the Sergeant Pepper yes, Red we Deer did. from Sioux yep. Falls, South Dakota. Is that where that was from? I didn't even know. Yeah, it's Sioux Falls area. Yeah, all the all the guys tried it at the at the game night. It was uh yeah, it, it had a tomato flavor and and spice. I don't know what was a pepper. What which kind of pepper is it? Do you know? Oh, I I don't know. It's uh, some kind of pepper. I it's, to, it's to me it pepper. was like a spicy bloody mary beer. That's what right. I got from it. Yeah, very but peppery. But you don't you don't get like like a red beer, which actually has like tomato juice or whatever. You, well, you don't a, get you don't get that kind of a standard kick red to beer it. is not that spicy, <clears throat> right? It's just tomato. Yeah, yeah in, unless you use Bloody Mary mix, and, and then that's different. But this, I think that the canonical red beer is my, is just tomato juice, not Bloody my, Mary mix. My uncle Jeff, he likes the Bloody Mary mix um, with the Lager, I, is that is there a name for that? I, I guess. Um, sure. I, I yeah, my lovely wife does that occasionally. Has Bloody Mary mix with beer. When you said lovely wife, Birdie piped in. <laughs> Birdie understands sarcasm. No, she that sure wasn't. Sarcasm. No, I'm, I'm. No, that's not nice. No, you. That, mean no, it. that translates to it's so good. <laughs> We're just getting warmed up here. Good night. Speaking of warm warm up, 
No, that's not. It's I don't hot. have a tangent there. Yeah. Well, okay. The other thing that happened, I got to see Adrian Ballou in concert at the Turf Club. Oh. Yeah, in St. Paul. I don't know. Do tell. I don't know if people know. A lot of people don't. He's kind of one of those musicians that musicians know. That uh, I think enough people might know about him. He, he, but he's done like twenty-five solo albums. But I don't. I don't own them all. I have nine or ten. But he's. uh, I saw him at First Avenue just by himself in the nineties, and. May 1st, 1990 was the name of one of the songs. <laughs> so it was, it probably was very short, shortly after that. I don't remember the name of that album. I'm sorry, Adrian, but, uh, he's probably not listening. Maybe, we, maybe now that I, um, you know, we have the, uh, New Yorker connection. Maybe we could get Adrian blue on. We'll have to interview Adrian. You've blue. got to leverage that stuff, Phil. Yeah. I guess I'm not good at that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get better. It's a ha- mid years rev- resolution. Uh, but okay, so Adrian Blue, he's worked with Bowie and Talking Heads and Frank Zappa and King Crimson. I think I could be wrong, but I think he kind of got his start with Frank Zappa. With uh, he was one of his stunt guitarists or whatever they call it. So a lot of I'm sure most people have heard his work, but they may not associate it with him. But he does the solo stuff too, and so he had a band and and he had a on this one. Uh, a power trio, um, a bass player he's worked with for about 16 years, and a, a new drummer. I don't know where he found this kid, but he's really good. And he also helps with some of the electronics. But <laughs> he's got like a he's he's playing all these crazy drum things, and then he'll go over there and add some of the background synth stuff or something. I don't know. That guy has. That guy was doing two or three jobs, and uh, it was really good. I mean, he's he's. I was really close, which is strange because the Turf Club is an intimate venue. But um, and I got there early, of course, as I I want to do. But he he's just such a a good performer and entertainer, though he really plays to the audience. And uh, I mean, for a while he was just playing to me. He was looking right at me for. I don't know, like 45 seconds, you know, he wasn't hitting on me. I don't really get that, but his wife was in the back selling merch, but so I wasn't worried about that, but, uh, but it was really, it was really cool. He's looking right at me and, <laughs> and he would shake people's hands and stuff. And I don't oh, know. that that's really cool. He's, he's a really good guitar player, uh, electric guitar player, you know, and he, you know, uses the effects and stuff effectively, so to speak. But uh, I don't think he overdoes it, but maybe some people would think he did. But and his his lyrics, he kind of gets into um, he's definitely into environmental causes and um, and hey, we're screwing the, the earth over. But he's he's just so optimistic. You know, he's got this this positive energy that you, is, is really infectious. Both times I've seen him play. I mean, you just come out of there and you're just, you're just uplifted, not just from his guitar playing, but the lyrics and everything else and his vocals. And, and he, he's just got this energy. It's just so positive. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was still kind of reeling after that, even days later, just get that after effect. So, and he hadn't, he hadn't performed in probably two or three years and, and, uh, 
he made he made some mistakes, which was <laughs> it was, it was oh, wow. kind of yeah, it was because this was the opening of the tour. This was the first time he had performed in three years or two years, two or three years, hmm. and uh, you know. So what are some what are some groups or people that <clears throat> he's associated with that people might know? Well, Talking Heads and David Bowie. So he did. He was like produced for them or just played. Oh, he played with guitar. Them? Played guitar. He was their guitarist. Yeah, I mean, he's on. He's on. You know, tracks. I mean, each one of these folks had other guitarists too. But okay, but I, but was he actually a member of Talking Heads or did he just collaborate with them? Right. So he wasn't like a he wasn't listed as a member, but he's on several of their albums. And right. you know, Bowie would bring in different guitarists every now and then, and Frank Zappa. But he is he is he was a member of King Crimson for. See, that's for a while. where I always think of him as as being. He, he, it's like him and is it Robert Fripp? Is he the other guy? Robert Fripp, King King Crimson is basically Robert Fripp's kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, he'll go through different. Th- and there was a big. He's evidently done a new manifestation, and and uh, Adrian Blue wasn't in it. He wasn't invited or whatever. So Adrian Blue fans were really upset. You know, wow, you can't, you gotta have Agent Blue. And Agent's like, oh, he's, it's this his thing, you know? He's got to, <clears throat> yeah. He did play some King Crimson on, um, on this, on this concert. The, um, I don't, I should have looked this up before we got going here, but there's a female African American bass player that he plays with. And, uh, wow, she's really good. Man. Cool. She can, she can play the King Crimson or any of this kind of stuff that sounds like a great concert it was it was yeah. very very exciting so there, bef- you know i Go wasn't and, and and also i was probably one of the younger people there but that's okay so before <laughs> we before we go yes um, i have a conundrum so i am trying to decide on something a new tv no unfortunately <laughs> i don't need a new tv thing Hopefully not for a very long time because this one was not cheap. Um, no, I. So I. I'm playing. I, I am sometimes um, a user of the PlayStation Four, right? No. Oh. And for a little while now, there's been this thing called the PlayStation Five. Oh. That's been very hard to get, from what I can tell. Of course. Like, they just can't make enough of them, and there are like sales that pop up, and they sell out instantly, and. People. You got to get on one of those bourbon wait lists, like uh, to get a. It's almost like that. People get on lists, and, and I, I just, you know, and and people resell them for way above normal oh, price and all sure. that stuff. It's yeah. really stupid, but yeah. And it's all. I think it was bad even before all the supply chain problems came up. Sure. But now it's it's still a problem, even though the console. Did they is do like that a year on purpose, though? It, it it seems like they do this on purpose. Yeah, see, Nintendo is always Nintendo is always accused of that. Like they never, yeah. they they're so careful to not overproduce that that they are constantly yeah, <laughs> behind that I stock. Know. Uh, um, but I was on the Sony PlayStation you know site looking at something, and they had a a link there. It said, you know, put your name on to be you know if if we get extra, we'll give you a chance to buy one. <laughs> and nice. I, you know, it's like okay, whatever, it's fine. I, and this was months ago, and I just clicked on it and said, yeah, sure, email me if one comes up. I probably won't buy one, but 
uh, yesterday I got an email saying <laughs> I have an opportunity to buy one. <laughs> it's like the bourbon things. And, you know, it's like, and I, I don't, I, I'm not sure I guaranteed one. I think I have a, if I go on there at a certain <laughs> time and, and put my put my order in, I might get one, but. Oh my God! But my problem is I don't know if I want to buy one or not. <laughs> well, even though I mean, it it looks really cool and there's some neat stuff and just the, it, I think if if a it, it's like the scarcity almost is making me want to buy one more, which is not a great way to. Do. No. <laughs> did did they have? Because some of your favorite games, did they have new versions they, that you can only play do. on five? Well, that you can play them on four, but you get better graphics on five. Well, yeah. So, so it's that, it's a tough call, and but that doesn't tip it over. But I I, <laughs> I feel more pressure because I, I have some friends that have the new consoles and they say it's great. Oh. But I have to. It's a lot of money though, so I, I probably oh. won't do it. But still, it's it's one of those interesting situations. <laughs> it's a John conundrum. Like, oh, no. A John undrum. Uh, so, anyway. I bet you $7 he buys one. That's first plus world problems. Definitely. Yeah. So that. Well, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, we recently broke down and got a Switch. And, uh, oh, that was not recently. It was Christmas. but um, And I still haven't played it. Oh, you um, haven't even you. You really need to play the Zelda game. Well, I can my tell. my brother my brother Brett um, lent that to us, and I still have. So I, that's one yeah. of my that's one on my to do list for this vacation. People really, I, I haven't played. I don't have one of them, but uh, it gets such such high recommendations. Yeah, I'm always afraid I'm not going to be able to keep up with these. You know, I'm old school, eight bit. Well, you know what's funny is a lot of these newer games, depending on how you set them up, are not as challenging as those old Nintendo games are. No. You know, they're more complicated, but they, they don't have to have those same, you know, young people reflexes yeah. to, to work on them. So that that's something that is a lot better now, actually. There, there were times, I remember, with the, you know, the mini bosses or the bosses or whatever, where you'd have to, do, you'd probably just practice and practice and practice but also there was a lot of exploring you know so it's like i don't remember how many turnips you pull up or whatever the hell and to get a gem or ruby and uh you know you just spend hours just looking at everything you know i'm gonna pull this carrot up or whatever and i'm combining games but uh or, oh i gotta go in this hole here what's in this hole but uh i have i've watched uh my oldest daughter she's played some a couple of the Nintendo 64 Zelda games I've watched her a little bit so but I never tried those so maybe yeah, I, could, I it maybe sounds I could to me like I mean Breath of the Wild is um is an open world style game so you can do it's a lot of it's on your own you just wander around to do things yeah I don't so, maybe that would be kind of relaxing in a weird way I don't know I I think you I bet you would like it and and it's don't 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 worry about it being too tough or that you're too old for it, because I think it'll it'll kind of meet you where you're at, as far as what I can tell. Because I'm I'm not that good either. It, it's part of it's the time it takes too, though. That's right? that's the biggest challenge. It really yeah. is. Yeah. But I'm on vacation, so. But you we'll can see. you. But the the thing is, you you never <laughs> a lot of these games, you mostly never finish them. So you 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 just have to turn it off at some point and come back. It's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and 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 it saves all the time, and so you're not you never have to 
if it's time to turn it off, you just pick up where you left off. <laughs> and now it's time to leave. It's time to turn it off. <laughs> You're going to turn us off. Oh, Phil, I think. Well, let's turn it off. Let's let's turn it off. I hope you enjoy your vacation. Get some sleep. Get some rest. Well, relax. Shut the brain down a tiny bit. Really try and do that. Or Or ramp it down. Yeah, yeah, man. This and enjoy brain. enjoy your 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 getaway to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> As if anyone's ever said that. No, no. but no. I, there's some fun things to do down there, so we'll check it out. Oh, you can report next time on Time to Lean. Yeah, that'll be episode seventy nine. My goodness. <gasps> yeah, that's right. This is seventy eight. Yeah. And we we got to well, work on seventy seven. Still working on that one. It's coming soon. Well, that'll be out by the time we put this one out. God, I hope so. No, it would. I think it would. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. All Thanks, right, John. Yeah. I hope, ha- I hope everyone, night. all of our listeners, are are well and healthy and and uh, staying cool and, and staying cool, man. Stay cool. Stay cool, cool boy. Good night. Oh, I gotta go in this hole here. What's in this hole? Oh, I gotta go in this hole here. What's in this hole? Oh, I gotta go in this hole here. What's in this hole? Oh, I gotta go in this hole here. What's in this hole? Oh, I gotta go in this hole here. What's in this hole? Here's the song! Slide. I'm gonna see them.